tune into this week's episode to discover what memory lane was moved was like before it became memory lane was moved. Hi, I'm Emily Bergeron and I wrote the book Memory Lane Was Moved and I'm going to tell you today about what the book used to be like. So actually, when I started this book, like, well, actually about now, it would have been about three years ago when I started this book. Actually, probably more. Anyway, I used to think of this book as being titled Grayed Out. That was kind of how I thought of it. I wrote that down as the title in the document. And if you've read Memory Language Moved, you might have noticed the phrase grayed out inside of the book. So actually, what I did with Grayed Out, which became Memory Lane Was Moved, is I took a whole bunch of parts of it and I completely took it out of the book, went in a completely different direction, and today I'm going to share with you some of the things that did not make the final cut. What actually happened, and you have to really kind of know what I'm talking about, the way for you to know what I'm talking about is to actually have read Memory Lane Was Moved, so if you haven't read that book, read it and then come back to this podcast. So if you back up to the very first chapter, the person that walks into the child's rescue agency and says, oh, I have this kid and he's gone. Way back when I actually made the person who walked into the child's rescue agency into a woman who said her name was Priscilla Harding, something like that. Then eventually that character was rewritten into a man. I don't remember what he said his name was, but anyway, that was one thing that was different. Another thing that was different about this version of Memory Lane was moved is that Travis got into a huge fight with Robert and Sadie. He kind of, he blew up at Sadie and then Robert tied him up actually, which is kind of dramatic. And then Travis apologizes to Sadie. Sadie's all like, I've had it hard at school, which from reading Memory Lane was moved, the readers already know. So then actually Travis and Robert go to the child's rescue agency to find out more about his past. The teenager asks, we were wondering if maybe a woman came in here recently looking for her boy. And then Miss DeMott, which is the secretary typewriter person, she's all like, oh, that's confidential. And then she goes kind of like, uh-oh. And then she calls Mr. Snover and then the kids make their escape. And then this mob attacks them. It wasn't like completely like, oh wow, a mob attacks them. Actually, in the previous version of Memory Lane Was Moved, there was some talk about how this was kind of a shady neighborhood and there were mobs or gangs. So actually, it was it was a gang. Yeah, not a mob. It was a mob of a gang. So they attack Robert and Travis. Travis blacks out because that's kind of his thing. It kind of goes back to the child's rescue agency where the person who says her name is Mrs. Harding um, is like, have you found my boy? And Mr. Mott's like, no, we haven't. And the person who says her name is Mrs. Harding burst into tears and he's like, oh, if anything were to happen to him. And so then it goes to where Sadie is and she's all like, oh, where, where is Robert and Travis? Then she tells her parents about what's been going on and they decide to go looking for Robert and Travis. Then it goes back to Travis. There's a lot of going back to this and going here and going scene changes. And Travis wakes up, doesn't see Robert, decides to go back to Sadie's house, waits at Sadie's house until a car shows up. And he's like, oh, it must be Sadie and her family. And so he starts going up to the car, but the car does not belong to the remorse. And then it switches again to the remorse. They're looking for Robert and Travis. Sadie's texting Robert and then he replies and he says had problems we were attacked Travis and I were separated nearby the child's rescue agency 
find him. And that's the end of the chapter. Then Travis wakes up in this prison place. There are these two men that are talking to him. They're in cells as well. And one of them is named Ned, and the other one is named Mortis. And if you've read Memory Language Movie, you might be like, what? So yeah, that kind of, that character kind of turned into a different character. Well, they share the same name, so. And then there's this other kid in another cell, and Mortis is like, pace me for a minute. I think I may be onto something. Why do I need to just do it? And since the boy turns around and he looks like Travis and Ned is like, they're brothers. At one point, I think Ned said, I think they're twins or someone said, I think they're twins. And then a guard comes into the room, gets Travis out of his cell, takes him to another room where there is the lady who says that she is Travis's mom. And she's like, ah! And, she, and she's super emotional and they are talking. And I think what was gonna, what I had planned for that was that she was gonna try to get information out of him. And actually she wasn't really his mom. She was just part of the organization that was working against Travis, which sounds familiar. So that's pretty much as far as I got. But I think there was something about it. I was like, I have to start over from this different place. Like, and of course the story became way different than it is in these little snippets of what I wrote. So that is how Memory Lane was moved has become different. And if you've read the book, you might be like, what? And if you haven't read the book, you might be like, what? Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, that is great. Make sure to follow my podcast on Spotify so you are aware of every single time that I put out new episode new episodes come out every other monday now not every monday but every other monday thank you for listening